Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network, and we are so happy to be joining them. But today, today is episode nine in season five and today we have no guest we are trying a different format a little bit this year we're going to spice this in sometimes where it's just me it's a solo show we're going to see uh that's not true it's never going to be just a solo show i really enjoy having guests each week and getting different guests on and bringing back other guests and and processing all sorts of ideas and again i feel super honored to have this uh, well-played community and explore like a pirate community and and our our new uh, EMC2 learning community that, that comes on here and sort of talks about things that are working, things that are positive and happening in school. Well, today's episode, as you, as you might have gathered from the topic, today is kind of about the endings and, and ending a year and some of the things that I want to give you are tips and tricks. If you've done a big year-long game, uh, I'll give some tips and tricks here if you are talking about wrapping up a just, you know, unit on this. Uh, let's, I mean, I guess let's start there. On the unit wrap-up, the thing that I really kind of want to hit here is if, if you're only gamifying for a single unit, one of the things I totally want to make sure you do in a unit is take sort of some stats take some stock of what happened in your unit you know try to try to have i guess some records you know see how many badges people have collected or items or unlocked this or however you laid out your unit keep those stats so that you can kind of immortalize some students that have done those things and i think this plays into how i want you to finish your unit i really want you to finish the unit by maybe honoring and celebrating those kids and kind of the general group too for how much work and effort they put into this moment and that actually goes into what i'd want you to do if you wrapped up a big year game here i am coming into the last uh like three lessons i have for the school year and i thought i'm Let's share with you guys, right? My kids have been slaving away in the realm of nobles, working tirelessly this year to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to sort of really become the strongest version of themselves in the moment, right? Like they're going to be stronger and better and bigger and bolder in the future. But at their sixth grade selves, I really feel many of them got to like the peak performance they could be at in this in this space and place. And well, like, how do you wrap that up? And I want to talk about a few things. One, totals. Two, rituals. And three, the big loss. So let's start with those totals. It goes with the same suggestion I just gave for wrapping up the unit. Uh, I think that it is incredibly important. And this may come from my history teacher sort of background, but I think it's super important to keep these kind of stats because it, it builds a world and it builds a, a connectivity to the past and it extends their work into the future. And I, I know that sounds silly. That maybe sounds crazy. That may sound over the top, but I got to promise you that it's not. Uh, it's so powerful to have kids come into your class next year. So again, always thinking about that first future version of your students and future version of yourself. 
uh, when we're, we're extending ourselves into that future, to know that I could begin next year talking about the stats of this year in a hopefully motivational sense. So I can, if I, if I take the time to sort of total up these stats and kind of have a closing ceremony, if you will, and that closing ceremony doesn't have to be big, but just the fact that you've totaled up these, I know how many experience points that my students have gained. I know what they've done as a house, like in a house, again, being my whole class. Uh, I can talk about the fact, even the class that comes in last will have earned, you know, like a quarter of a million points. And that's incredible when you think about all the work that had to be done, the work that had to be spread out over all of the students, not just one or two, like it, it doesn't matter that you had like one of the top performers in your class. When you're talking about a quarter of a million game points, that is harvested, that is earned, that is leaned into through hard work, through effort, through consistent effort throughout the year. And being able to honor that both in the end of a year, but also shed some light at the beginning of a year and say like, you, you have picked up the torch that the house of Illyria has left you. And last year they slaved away and they earned 257,000 points and they've done so through effort. They've done so through focus, teamwork, right? Dependability, all of this. It comes together in such a natural way that you're able to talk about it and extend it for the student with these stats. So definitely want to make sure you guys realize, take the time to total those stats up. If it's your first year, make sure you do it. If it is your like fifth year, hopefully you've already taken this suggestion from me in the past. I know this is not the first time I've talked about it, but I always think it's a good reminder. And as we get new people into this space and place of gamification, I think it's also, uh, again, extra important to take the time to sort of share what that looks like, right? What what are these things that we should be doing? And I definitely think one of them is taking those stats. Um, okay, so uh, now you have all these stats and you might say like, well, what do you do with those stats? And here's where I get this idea of like the ritual. And the ritual is what are you going to put in place, these these big events that, that matter? And one of the rituals for me is, and oh, by the way, I use the word ritual to mean sort of like a tradition that you choose to sort of weave into your class. And they could be small. They could be these tiny little moments. So for example, a ritual I have in my class is when I give an item for the first time, I try to make a subtle big deal about it. Now a subtle big deal means that like, I don't like have trumpets, right? I'm not like, dun, 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 like, right. I don't make there be this very loud, like applause. I don't there is no record scratch for this moment. What I, what it is though, is I definitely let you know. I'm like, Ooh, Oh, Hey, Hey, Karen, you're the first person to get this item. And I'm so, Oh, I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> let me just explain what this, this thing does. That's a ritual. That is a little moment that I make sure to intentionally build into my class time and intentionally build into your experience as a student in my class. And what happens in that moment, inevitably, is other students lean in and listen to what Karen just got, listen to how she got it, listen to why it's good. And then what happens is uh, other kids flood around her a little bit and say, like, what, what is this? Let me see it, blah, blah, blah. But also, 
two days later, three days later, when other kids are doing side quests, that ritual, having that ritual in place makes these others want to mimic that experience. They also want to have that ritual moment where they're handed that new thing or they've unlocked what Karen already unlocked. Either either is happening and that is a ritual. And one of the ones that I want us to think about today as we're talking about building out these end of the year sort of closing times is the ritual of how you wrap up your year. And I will be honest, for all that my students do, there is no real fanfare here. But again, I tie it to those stats. I take a moment, I take about a half a period to walk through what your house did. I don't make a fancy slideshow. I could. These would all be great things. I just have never done it. Um, but I take the time to total up these, and then I have this nice discussion with my class about how proud of I, uh, proud of them I am, no matter where their rank fell, right, as a house or as an individual. I really talk about the team effort, and then I kind of go through the year a little bit and saying how, like, do you remember when you guys did this challenge back in Mesopotamia? Remember, oh, remember this adventure path? So many of you went on it. Oh, do you remember this challenge assessment that we did and how that one counted for some points and you guys just nailed that do you remember this difficult one that we dropped the ball on but then we came back this other way do you remember the countless side quests and then you try to like honor some of the students like pointing out specifically one or two side quests you remember of theirs all conversationally and this really honors the work and the growth and it is a ritual I absolutely love doing in my class and I think it is a profound way to end the school year because you are again are focusing on them as a product right that they did themselves as a product through your process right and instead of focusing on like the individual products of the side quests and of the tests and of the quizzes you're really telling them how much they grew and you're constantly connecting it back to these challenges that they have overcome both individually as well as as a group and I couldn't be more proud of them. So make sure you take that time and again it can be conversational. You don't need any tech skills to do it. You just need a little time and that intentionality to carve that time out and then I would connect it personally. What I would do for sure is connected to the spaces and places they're about to go. So take that moment when you're telling them about all the hard work and the growth that they experienced, take a moment to simply remind them that they're about to transition into summer. They're about to go to spaces and places where they're able to leave a new legacy and start a new reputation in that space and place. And start it off right. You know, you you have tooled yourself this year into a sort of machine uh, of bravery, taking risks and and working through the challenges of the year, and constantly working at your best and to be your best. Transition that into summer, and harvest those experiences so that you can pour them into the next experience. I think the more kids realize that life, all of life, is a is a moment to sort of collect our experiences, right? So I teach 11-year-olds. I want them to collect 11 years of experience 
And I'm telling them as they move into summer and seventh grade, I want you to pour all that experience into seventh grade. And when you start to see life as this, as a collection and investment, collection and investment, you're constantly leveraging your past experiences into your present moment. Oh man, does that become powerful because you already feel like you are ready to be in that experience and you already know the name of the game. It is about collecting from this experience, drawing from it so that you can make a stronger investment in the next moment, whether that next moment is next week, next day, or the whole next school year. Um, But I think it is a powerful moment. So I hope you all take the time to have these ritual moments with your students and have these conversations because it is so important. And I also want to honor the seriousness of what we're doing. While we can talk about fun and games and playful, I want them never to lose sight about the fact that like what we're doing here, the mission, the goal is always centered around them being at their best. And that is what all the school is. It's about to, sh- you know, sharpening their minds, sharpening their skills so that they can go out in the world and just kick butt. And I think these ritual moments do a big job here for us. The last topic I kind of outlined for this episode is the big loss is what I call it. And I have to tell you that over the years with gamification, One of the hardest things for me at the end of the year is the the traumatic sense, I guess, of loss I have with my students. You know, uh, most most teachers talk about a good year and kind of a bad year and students that they're kind of excited to see move on, like, oh, I'm glad that year is over. And then the students you you just want to hold on to. I will tell you with gamification... uh, and really like the spirit that is explore like a pirate where you're constantly aiming at students leaving a legacy, pushing students to try new things, right? When you use this framework that explore like a pirate gives you, eh, you start to realize your job is different and you connect with your students in a different way. You get to know them in a different way. And as such, you grow much closer to the student because you've taken on a mentor-mentee relationship. You know what makes them tick. And you genuinely care about them as a learner, not just them as a social studies student or a math student, but you, you really do care about the whole child and where they're going. And so I I call this the big loss because there's this moment where I told you I have three more classes with these students. And then poof, that relationship is forever sort of like time locked in. And there's no bringing back that moment. And all I'm left with is all the speeches and the, the, the conversations I've had with students about leaving a legacy. That like my time with them is up. And I have to hand it over to the next person who is awkwardly sort of lamenting the last class that they let go. And they're looking at the class that I am handing them with like, meh, you're not last year's. And they will form a relationship with these kids. And again, the cycle continues where they will be sad to see them go and be, you know, like meh to the new kids that come in until they develop that relationship. But I got to tell you, 
for all of you that are starting out in gamification and haven't done it and this is your first year, I got to tell you, this is going to be a harder loss than you've ever had before because of that connectedness. And I want to congratulate you as well as empathize with you that this is going to be kind of a sad moment because you're ending an experience and and in closing that chapter is a hard experience that I, uh, I didn't I didn't anticipate that that was going to be that way but year over year I've been gamifying now whole year gamification I don't know 15 years we'll say and in those 15 years I've had all different classes all different kids but this big loss has always happened to me in a different way than it did before um, and I think that 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 that's indicative of the type of relationships you have in a gamified class and in a much broader sense, right? I think there's always been students that you're like, oh man, I'm going to miss so-and-so. But now we're talking about missing whole classes, whole grades, because you realize it's in the community that you got to know these kids, that it is, it's not the individuals, it's the family. And we all play off of each other and we all get to know each other in different ways. And you'll never have that combination again, that family. They're never going to live under the same roof as they once did. You, you know, They may stop by, you may teach them in a sport or in a club, but they're not going to all be under that same roof again. That was something special. And then with gamification, you challenged and pushed and poked and prodded them in a different way. And you got to know them in a different sense. And I just want you guys to be ready for that big loss. Uh, if anybody else has sort of comments about this, uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. Just tweet me at Mr. Matera. And if you want to put the hashtag uh, well played on there, that'd be awesome. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys thoughts about your sort of end of the year, how you wrap up, what are your traditions? Do you experience the big loss and i know it's a busy world out there and you guys are most of you are catching this on a run or mowing your lawn or whatever and you're not by twitter so if you if you can't get to it don't worry about it but from my heart to yours it goes out to you for that big loss that's about to happen but embrace those rituals that you have and uh, continue to take an eye towards those totals because you're allowing kids to see their impact and you're inspiring the next generation to sort of follow in those footsteps of greatness. That is all we have for you today on Well Played. I hope you guys have a great, great week. And if you got a chance, drop me a line too. Let me know how you like this single format. Again, not going to do it all that often, but this season I thought we were going to drop it in once in a while when we can and see what you think. Uh, love to hear from you. As always, guys, I hope you have a great week and play on.